Blog Talk Radio. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away and then wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces, such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you happen to be. Thank you for tuning in to Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. Yeah, it's not Saturday. This is a special edition of the show, but I want to let you know you can follow me at Joy Keys on Twitter. Check me out on Facebook, Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys, and on Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys, all over the place. And now we are on iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, as well as here at Blog Talk Radio. Well, you might have heard of The Walking Dead, right? You might have heard of Fear of the Walking Dead, but have you heard of The Walking Dead, The World Beyond? Well, I have a star from that show today. You might have seen her on uh, Major Crimes, uh, Man and Wife, Strange Calls, also on Ava DuVernay's uh, The Red Line, but now she's on The Walking Dead, World Beyond. Welcome, Aaliyah Royale. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm trying to, um, did you vote? Okay, let's first start with that. Today's voting day. Have you voted? I have voted. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, Really encourage everybody to get out. If you haven't, it's still not too late. If you have your ballot, take it over there. Um, If you can't stay in the line, you can also ask about emergency ballots in a lot of states. So don't think that, you know, you get there and for some reason you have to go to work. You can go up to one of the poll people and request emergency ballots. Um, All types of things are available. So please, please, please get out and vote. This is like a major, major election. When was the first time you voted, Aaliyah? Was this the first time or maybe two years ago? Uh, No, this this was definitely the first time that I voted. Um, You know, the circumstances just. Felt felt like I had to, um, and, and that this is probably the first time that I ever felt that way. But I'm I'm glad I did, and I'm glad I exercised my right, and I hope everyone else does too. Wonderful. Now, how are you dealing with COVID? Because that's a whole other thing. We got voting, but now we got COVID. What are you doing special uh-huh. for that? Are you, are you wearing gloves, masks? What happened on the set? I mean, how are you dealing with COVID? Oh, right. Uh, Well, we shot World Beyond last year. So way, way, way before COVID was even um, a thought, a global thought. Um, Since COVID, I've honestly just been, been, you know, relaxing, staying in quarantine at home with my mom and my sister. I I definitely would never want to put either of them at risk. Um, You know, it's difficult because there was Halloween, and and then before that, there's been a million, like, summer uh, events and everything, and, and you just have to decide, like, what's more important to you, like, keeping yourself safe, keeping the people you love safe, or enjoying two hours of uh, an event that's probably going to get shut down, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, right, right, because there's going to be too many people there. Really, 
staying at home is really important to me. Um, also supporting my local restaurants and eateries and businesses is really important to me. Um, it hurts my heart just knowing that, you know, certain business, businesses will not return. Uh, they, they just can't. Um, and, and I would do anything I could to, to stop that from happening. So I'm, I'm making sure I support um, my local favorites, especially like my favorite, like mom and pops, Italian eateries. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Anywhere that serves pasta, I'm a patron of. Um, so yeah, just you know, trying to keep the community businesses um, surviving. Now, last year you had the show. You said you taped it. Um, let's talk about the audition. Where were you when you got the call? <clears throat> the call for the audition. Yes. Mhm. Hmm. Uh, where was I? It was probably one of those days where I was literally just not up till 3 p.m. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> as an actor, time is not a thing. It's really not. You'll work all day and then probably have to get home at night and do a self-tape. And it, everything is just, there's no sense of time for me. Um, mm. I was probably getting up at like three. I saw an email that was like audition tomorrow at nine a.m. and I was like, "Excuse me, that's ridiculously early." Um, <laughs> I talked with you. <laughs> it was. Um, I've never done an audition that early in my life. I'd gotten there and and I was like one of the first people in the casting office. And I didn't. I got there before some of the people who worked there. Um, and mm. I was like, this is fascinating. This doesn't seem like a normal audition at all. Um, I did my audition. I was like, I'm not going to get this. <laughs> In my head, I was Are like, Are you serious? Oh, you just it. said it like that? I'm not going to get this? <laughs> no, yeah. And I really didn't think I'd book this job at all. Just for the sole reason of, like, I'm terrified of walkers. And ho- the horror genre in general scares the bejesus out of me. So I was like, I'm not going to get this. Don't worry about it. Go in and have fun. That's the thing about auditions when, when you're not, like, pressuring yourself about it. You can go in. You can have fun. You can do a million different choices. It's just it's just more freeing when you don't have the pressure of, oh, my God, like, am I going to get this? Um, what happens if I get this on your back? So I went in, and I had my I had my fun. And I remember I was at Benny Hanna's, like, a couple hours later, because I love good food. <laughs> and I had gotten... Here we go with the food again. <laughs> Look, food is so important to me. I had gotten the call that was like, hey, can you be in New York tomorrow for, like, the tests and the chemistry readings? And I was completely thrown off. And I was like, for what? Oh, for the Walking Dead thing? No way. Um, I went. I was in New York for barely seven hours. I flew back to L.A. And then the next day... I got the call that it was mine. So you don't like walkers, but your whole family I read is into them. Are they, like, all jealous now of you that you got this part and you actually get to be on the set? (laughs) They would do anything to be able to step foot on a Walking Dead set. Um, You know, that, that fear is just, I'm not afraid of anything else. You know what I mean? Like, ghosts. Or, or any other mythological um, creature, vampires, werewolves, whatever. It's just the undead, you know, walkers, zombies, empties, whatever you want to call them. They scare the crap out of me. <laughs> so now how did you get along with your other castmates? You said you did a test. 
Um, you you work with them. Um, you have a young lady who plays your sister on the show. How do you guys get along? Was it automatic chemistry, or you had to kind of work at it? Uh, it was absolutely automatic chemistry with my sister. Uh, Alexa is the sweetest on earth. Um, I remember during the test because we had to like chemistry read. Anyone reading for my role had to chemistry read with her because she had already gotten the role of Hope. And I remember just so many girls being very, very, like, just overtly friendly, like, just too much. And I was like, okay, you know, because everyone's like, oh, my God, if I do really good with her, I'll get the job. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to be laid back. I'm going to, when it's time for us to do our scenes together, I'm I'm going to be in that sisterly moment. But beyond that, I'm not going to, you know, like, harass her. <laughs> um, yeah. And we had... I already knew that I was cast and that she was cast. Um, she didn't know that I was cast. And so the first moment that we saw each other, it was like, oh, my God, it's you. Oh, my God, it's you. And and honestly, we were inseparable <laughs> ever since. She gave me this tiny little ring um, really? like a couple okay. days before we started shooting. And I wear it all the time so much that I snuck it into my wardrobe. So on the show, I wear the ring as well. Um, and by the time people had noticed I was wearing it, we'd only been we'd already been shooting for a couple weeks. Um, and it's it's cute because it it came from my sister, um, you know. So it's it's, right, just, it's right. a cute thing. I love her. So how how was it learning your lines? Um, did you like have a day? You had a week, a month? How long did you have to learn your lines for the show? Um, so we get scripts pretty pretty in a pretty soon in advance um personally just the way that I work um depending on the scene I don't learn my lines until (laughs) relatively soon like like well like when we're about to start the rehearsal or about to start the shoot um I've always worked that way I have uh I don't know memorizing things is just super easy for me um I don't know if you want to call it photographic memory or or whatnot, but if I study something too long, like study a script too long, I will literally see the words verbatim in my head and and the performance will just come out super dry, rehearsed, repetitive. It it just doesn't work for me. So it's easier for me to just kind of learn it on my feet as I'm going, depending on what the scene needs, but that's usually how I handle things. Yeah. It comes out just more organically, um, more honest. Um, and I'm just a quick study. So how's your trailer? Do you have anything special in there? Did you, did you, were you able to ask for something special or do you share a trailer with someone there on the set? Um, I'm not really specific about my trailer, uh, as long as it had air conditioning, I was deeply satisfied. Virginia is hot, <laughs> especially in the summer. It was like 105 degrees, and the humidity there is unthinkable. The way that my hair would just curl up, like it was, I it was unbelievable. The the only requirement I would ever have is is air conditioning there. If I could have another requirement, it would just be to make sure I'm super close to Alexa. Cause we go back and forth between each other's trailers all the time. <laughs> right, right. So now, you know, this month, November, is Military Family Month. And I understand you come from a military family and you had to move around a lot. 
you know, with the Walking Dead shows, people are constantly moving around. So you kind of had a leg up. I mean, do you feel that? Because now with your adventures, you guys are moving around away from the, the core base of, of where the show started, in, in the storyline, that is. You're, you're moving around. Right. That's I did not know that about this month. That's fabulous. I definitely, being a military broad, I'm, I'm used to being on the road. I'm used to being in motion. Uh, I meet all sorts of people, and, and sometimes they're in my life for a couple months, and sometimes they're in my life for eight months. And I don't, I think I've only, the longest I've ever stayed anywhere is probably like three years max. Um, you know, I, I love being on the road and meeting new people, and I think Iris is the same way on the show. Uh, we're getting into some episodes next week uh, where we're, we're meeting you know, new people, and, and she's the same kind, generous soul that, that I am. In the show, the father figure is gone. He got taken away uh, to this place called the Civic Republic Military Place. And in real life, what, you know, in terms of your father, like if somebody took your father away, like against, against his will or something, you know, how would you react like now? I mean, would you call the police? You know, what would you do? Would you attack them? I mean, how would you handle that in real life? If anyone I loved uh, came up missing, you know, uh, I I come from a, a military family, but I also come from a, like a no-nonsense family. That's like you take one of ours, you should be afraid because you're coming after. <laughs> Very afraid. <laughs> Essentially, that's essentially that's the way it is. You know, no man left behind. No man left behind. Definitely. So now you um, are on the show. This is like the third in a series of Walking Dead. Were you um, concerned about living up to some kind of uh, fan level? You know, did you have worries about you know making sure you stayed you know to the high level that the other shows were, were giving out? Oh, I did my very best not to think about any of that ever, even though <laughs> um, when you are joining a franchise and joining just a, a major, a major, major, major franchise, it's important that you do your best to, to just do your best and not worry about the rest. Um, you know, the other, the flagship series and, and whatnot, they have the comic books, to, to go off of and, and there's there's so much that has been pre-written for these characters whereas in World Beyond we have a, a blank slate or brand new and and we got the we got more of the freedom to define our characters for ourselves um, than than to like live up to this expectation. Uh, Matt Negretti our showrunner will say it all the time we we are different than the other series in a lot of ways but we are just as significant, um, and, I'm, and I'm happy to be that. Yeah, the show, for people who may not know, is like 10 years after the start of, you know, the zombie apocalypse, um, and you guys are, like, safe and warm. And I remember when I had started watching it, and I was like, what, is this the right, where are, where are what in the world? <laughs> like, you know, because I'm expecting, <laughs> you know, tragedy, like every five, ten minutes, you're on the edge of your seat, you know. It's like the moment all the other people felt safe, then something horrible happened. Um, but you guys had a period of just safety. Um, I think that's kind of similar to how we are now with the COVID thing. You know, we've been safe 
we have no problems, we get our shots, we get our immunizations, we're cool, and now all of a sudden we got to deal with this COVID here, you know, in real life. So, I mean, almost having a, we don't have zombies, but, you know, we we do have that feeling of safety taken away from us. Um, how about the show? Do you have a favorite character? I heard you like a particular bad guy, if I might say <laughs> that. <laughs> Oh, I love him. Megan is, I, I cannot tell you. He's just, you know, I sometimes I, I'm rooting for the villain just because. Are you so serious? He was so horrible. So, he was I horrible. No, but he was also so likable. Um, just, <laughs> you know, you know, he's, some, sometimes the villain is just like, just interesting and, and they're they're complex and, and I, I always enjoy watching characters that we could be given the same choices, right? And and we'd be like, well, that's wrong, so I'm going to go with the right choice. And they'd be like, no, 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 the right choice is wrong. I'm going to go with the wrong choice because that's the right choice for me. And I just, I enjoy mm-hmm. watching characters who make decisions that we wouldn't <laughs> because we have a conscience or a soul or something. But it's just entertaining to watch. He's so entertaining to watch. So tell me about Shiloh. You you have a Shiloh. Is that correct? The name of your. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. yeah. Tell them always... about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, on set I always called my horn pole my weapon. I always called her uh, Shiloh um, because I love that name Warren. But she's just super fierce and cool. And I feel like do you really love your weapon if you haven't named it. Like no. So I named mine. Um. It's funny on set uh, with the prop masters and everyone, people always knew the name. And I had this thing where you could not, like, grab my weapon, hold my weapon, touch it. You could not go near it unless you knew its name. <laughs> um, and, it, and, like, it was so funny because, like, I, I don't know, we'd have different PAs and they'd, like, try and hold my weapon just maybe because I needed to adjust my backpack or my jacket or something. And I'd be like, they'd be like, okay, I'll hold it. And I'd, I'd be like, hold what? And they'd be like, Shiloh and I'd be like, good job, good job. Uh, <laughs> like, that <laughs> around the same page. Um, yeah, it was just like a thing I had on set when I was growing up in Michigan. I had a Siberian husky named Shiloh, and she was my childhood best friend. Um, yeah, I loved her dearly. So you guys have a different name for the zombies. They're called empties. What? Why? Why is that? Can you tell the audience a little bit more about why they're called empties? <clears throat> Absolutely. At this point, um, we see them just as legitimate nothing. Whoever you thought they were, whoever they used to be, they're not there anymore. They're empty. And which is why we say they're empty. Um, it, it's it's interesting because that's the way that, that our world has defined them in World Beyond as, as whatever was there is not anymore. It's empty. Anything mm-hmm. in there is mm-hmm. empty. Um, but the way that the the four kids on the show think about this world is like we don't necessarily see them as as empty. We sometimes um, even in episode four uh, there was one uh, girl that Iris found and like we were inside of a high school and she found this yearbook and there was this one girl that um, she just thought was like so fun and lively and um, mm-hmm. later on Iris the the undead version of her and she just identifies with her so much in the life that she thinks that she lived um so just on our show we don't 
necessarily think they're empty um, the way that our world has defined them for us. We yeah. we also are painfully aware that at some point we will become this empty. Um, it's an it's an interesting journey. So, are you hitting on Silas, or are you just being friends with Silas? Because I was like, you are together. So and, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's like a foresh- is this a foreshadowing? Can you give us some hints? Like, what? What's wow. the deal? You are <laughs> so funny. Look, I was, I was, okay, she is, she's, she's a flirt. Going. I'm sorry, she... I was just a flirt, okay? <laughs> so funny. Look, she might be, okay, Um, she just, she's this. She's outgoing. She's got this vibrant personality, and and she, in the back at the campus colony, she just was never herself fully. She was in political mode all the time. Out here in the world, um, no supervision. I was, uh, she's playing the field. You know what I mean? Um, no, and and in final uh-huh. scenario, you said it. You said it's it. friendly. <laughs> no, it's friendly. Um, okay. I don't now, know. what about Elton? I don't know. What about Elton? He's 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 like um, on the fringe here. I mean, if somebody even made a comment in the in the, one of the lines is like, you know, does he like girls? Does he like boys? Boys? I mean, is he like gender fluid? Like, do you can you tell us what's his deal? Was it going to come out or? <laughs> uh, okay. I think Elton. Your hands are tied. Uh, you know, I think Elton's full of, of surprises. I think um, okay. that that is to be discovered. I think if you want to know who gets together, who doesn't get together, it's pretty obvious by, like, episode. Mm, it's coming up. It's coming up very soon. Um, very soon. You know, maybe okay. it's Silas for Iris. Maybe it's somebody else. You know, maybe it's both of them. Mm. Look, she's what? got <laughs> Okay. Look. <laughs> Don't look. You are a, a modern woman. You got options. I feel as long as people are honest. If you want to go out with multiple people, that's nothing wrong with that. You know, I I don't see anything wrong. I just don't like people lying about it. You know what I mean? Like don't sneak about it. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> but I don't even think right, Iris okay. has been made aware. No. 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 Are I they all versions? Do you think? Made... I mean, that's a little touchy. <laughs> That is so funny. I think I think we're we're getting into the into the love. There is love in the apocalypse, okay? And and we're gonna see okay. several different expressions of it very soon. All right. So that's a good that's a good answer. I like that. Very political. You could run for office. <laughs> <laughs> now now have you met anybody else from The Walking Dead or Fear of the Walking Dead? Have you met any of those cast members? <gasps> I've met Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh my God! Wait, how come you didn't say that when we were talking about his character? <laughs> because I I I do well at separating the two, because um, they're very different. Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was the sweetest, the kindest. He he totally didn't have to talk to me at all. I don't remember if um, Scott Gimple, our you know creator, brought him over. I don't remember how it happened. I just remember. He was standing in front of me, and I'm pretty sure he was wearing a leather jacket. And I was like, "This is too much. This is, this is what is happening." Were you like, "Where am I?" Your tongue, tongue was tied. <laughs> I was just 
smiling. I was like a little girl. I could not stop smiling. Um, because I also know him from you know Grey's Anatomy. Um, just he, there's so many different roles of his, and I'm like, oh my god, I adore you. Um, and and so he was he was very kind though. Um, just super supportive of the show. He's he's great. That was at New York Comic Con. Um, and I met a few other people from both series too but that was definitely um that was definitely my my highlight meeting Megan your highlight wow yeah I mean he's an awesome actor are there any other actors that you look up to that maybe you want to you know act with um on The Walking Dead or or maybe if you did some other show possibly um I would have loved to work with um I mean, of course, like, Andrew Lincoln, for in terms of The Walking Dead, I would love to, you mm-hmm. know, do mm-hmm. that. That would be incredible. Um, you know, I, I'm i super open about all that stuff. I I want to work for 60-plus years, and I, I think I'm going to meet a lot of people along the way, and that's just, it's a blessing to even be in motion like that. So I hear you were into fashion and you were on a, a fashion show. Who's your favorite fashion designer? Do you have a favorite? Do you wear a certain designer that uh, all the time? Do mm, I wear a certain designer all the time? Um, in terms of red carpet couture, like the the most fabulous ball gowns I can imagine, Christian Soriano. I love their work. They're extremely talented um, and just creative and um. I think they just know how to how to make anyone feel elegant. Um, in my daily life, I wear a lot of <laughs> I wear a lot of mm, I wear a lot of Chanel. I wear a lot of YSL. I wear a lot of Louis Vuitton, Prada. I have I'm a uh, I like upscale fashion for sure. Um, presentation is important to me. Uh, I'm definitely the person at the party or at the at brunch or at literally the grocery store who's completely overdressed and I like it like that. <laughs> and that's wow. just the way that I am. Now is there something you have to have in your pocketbook when you leave the house? Like if you don't have this it's like, oh my God, stop the car, turn around, we have to get it. What what is that item that you have to get? Oh, that's easily like whatever's on my lips. Um I always Lipstick. have at least two chapsticks and like three different um either one is a lip gloss one is a lipstick one's a matte lipstick like I have three different colors um and two different lip balms in my bag at all times it's if you open my wow. lips, like why there's so much lip care in here I don't chop lips just they're not cute first of all um second of all I will change my lip color while I'm out depending on how I'm feeling. Like, I, it happens all the time. I go from a, a red lip to a dark lip to no lip. So I have to be able to, that and some baby wipes so that I can change my lip accordingly. Change your um, lip. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, you know, today is, today is National Sandwich Day, and we were talking earlier about um, cheeseburgers. Are, is there another type of sandwich that you like to eat um, other than cheeseburgers? Chicken, chicken cheese. Chicken cheese, like a, like, so like a chicken cheese steak. Like, yes, exactly. And what do you put on that? You got mushrooms, you got onions, you got peppers. What do you What do you put on your chicken cheese steak? All three of those, you know, I don't play all three of those. First of all, um, what? I, I also, what? I, yes, 
Uh, them grilled onions are important. Um, I love the sweet <laughs> peppers for sure. I love um, oh, I could do any cheese on there, any cheese at all. Um, but I, I any always, cheese? Yeah, what's your cheese? I'm, provolone, mm-hmm. cheddar, American. Definitely provolone. Definitely provolone. Provolone. Um, okay, I like you. I'm a provolone yeah. girl. Okay. All right, provolone. I feel you. And what about ketchup, Absolutely. relish, mustard? Okay, so I definitely mayo. do. It it really depends. It's usually it's there's always mayo, but it depends on whether it's ketchup or or not because sometimes okay with my fries I have to eat my fries with ranch, and so sometimes I'll dip my <laughs> chicken philly in ranch too. So then I don't okay. put ketchup on it. But if I'm not dipping it in ranch, then I will put ketchup on it. It's a system, okay. Um, I hear varies, you. But I I love a chicken <laughs> philly. I might eat one today now that we're talking about it. Wow. Well, Amelia Royale, this has been a bunch of fun. I love that you're a provolone gal. If you ever see Jeffrey Dean Morgan, you can just tell him, like, Joy Key said hi and, like, we'll call into the show one day, you know? <laughs> but thank you so much for doing the show. I hope you have a great week. Please stay safe with this COVID, okay? Thank you. I will. You stay safe, too. All right, you guys have a, a wonderful uh, week, all right? All right, so everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, you can follow me at Joy Keys on Twitter. Also, check me out on Facebook, Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys, and on Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys. You can check out Aaliyah Royale at Aaliyah Royale. I think she's on Instagram. She's on Twitter. Um, she's on Facebook. Check her out. She has some cool lipstick. I even commented on one of her colors because I was like, oh, girl, you popping. Okay, your lipstick is popping. <laughs> you know, so um, thank you so much for tuning in, and everybody have a great day. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away and then wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces, such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit cdc.gov.